Hello, this is Vicky, and welcome to Sources and Six. You can get this podcast from where you get your podcasts from: Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, and many more. Our guest today, Vandana, holds a lot of impressive titles. She is the chair of the OWASP Global Board of Directors, and she also leads multiple InfoSec diversity initiatives like InfoSec Girls. But how did she get from InfoSec newbie to the leader of OWASP and the keynote speaker at multiple conferences? Why does she encourage people to get into cybersecurity regardless of their background and qualifications? And how does she overcome the fear of public speaking and networking in tech? Listen on to hear her story. Thank you so much for joining me today. Can we start with a little bit of self-introduction? Can you tell me what you do? Um, how long have you been doing it, and what led to your career at this point? Absolutely. Thank you so much, Ricky Lee. I'm glad to be part of it. So, um, a bit about myself. I've been in the cybersecurity for 17 years, and that was not by choice, but by sheer serendipity. Wherein, when I was uh, in my first job, I was uh, Being asked to be part of cybersecurity, and uh, I felt this is something which is a very interesting area, and I am here since then. In the seventeen years, I've been part of multiple roles and responsibilities. Started with a SOC uh, person to SOC admin to uh, taking care of application security for multiple clients in consulting. To heading security for a company, then understanding cloud security. Currently. I am part of a DevRel activity or DevRel for um, Asia Pacific region. So these these years have been very very different, uh, challenging learning experience for me. But during this time, there's something that kept me motivated was community. So I I became part of OWAS Penal in India, then started then then uh, started getting engaged in InfoSec Girls. We started InfoSec Kids. In 2020, in 2021, we started InfoSec Diversity as well. So these initiatives, we started to make sure that we involve women, to kids, to parents, to anyone who wants to learn about cybersecurity, and not just to get into this field, but to understand what are the issues which are there actual, and how they can resolve them. Um, we all have devices. We all have uh, smart TVs to smartphones to you know, smart geezers. Everything at home. So how do you manage that? You have no clue a lot of times. So we try and help people with that, and um, uh, also with OWASP, uh, I am one of the global board of directors currently serving as a vice chair. Um, so that's my role majorly within the communities that I'm part of. So, can you tell me how you got into a WASP, as well as you know what have you done with the organization in the past? Sure. Uh, with a WASP, it was in 2012 when um, when I actually was going for a training, and then somebody I stumbled upon, and that person said that it is a community. Earlier, I was thinking that it's just top ten or a web testing guide, and that's how. I got introduced to OWASP when I started going to the to the regular meetups that used to happen a month in a month, and uh, over the period of time, I realized that I can get more involved. So I started uh, getting more involved in the local chapter leadership, as well as uh, OWASP was coming up with women in AppSec at that time. So I was like one of the key person who started OWASP Women in AppSec. 
And um, we started a lot of free trainings for diversity candidates around the world. We did it in Israel, Egypt, South Africa, US multiple times, even London, India. So all of these things made me more closer to OVAS. And in 2019, when uh, I gave my first keynote at Global AppSec DC, uh, then I was asked uh, by my friends that, why don't you try for uh, OVAS Global Board of Directors position? Because that's the nomination is open and you should try. Being the first Indian to try, I was very nervous and I was not sure how it'll span out and what things like all of those things. And then uh, misconceptions I, would, I had for myself in my mind. But uh, my friends supported me and the family supported me. I went for it. And in 2019, November, I actually got to know that I won the US global elections. Now, that was the journey of a new beginning. And then I, I would say that it was very challenging in the first month, understanding that how exactly the open source board runs. Because you have to understand how do you lay the strategies? How do you get to connect with different organizations so that we are, uh, organizations grow as well? Now, when I joined there, um, pandemic hit. So we had to make strategies to understand that how exactly we're going to be running when the events are not happening, people are not meeting each other. So how exactly it will be done? So we went through virtual things. And uh, uh, last year also, we did a lot of shuffling with our events to trainings to whatnot. So it's fun to be part of an open source board and learn from the different people, learn from aspects, which generally you don't get to see in a corporate career. So OAS was something which is more of um, very close to my heart. And people think I work for OAS rather than any other company, but it's just my side gig or you can say it's my it's it's where I spend my free time that's very cool and I noticed that a lot of your community initiatives is focused on increasing diversity in the infospec space right can you tell me a little bit about the initiatives that you lead as well as why uh, this issue in particular caught your eye where do you think we are going in terms of diversity in the cybersecurity world I talk about diversity initiatives because uh, well, how, how I got involved. Because it, at this local meetup, meetups, you realize that you are the only one to be in the room. Sometimes you feel that you don't want to be part of these meets or you don't want to be part of the whole um, cybersecurity space because we see very few women there. And that's how it started. But then I realized that it's not just that. It is much more than that. The every one of us wants to be part of it. At least we've been built that way that our brain works in all directions. We can connect the dots so easily. So it's never about the interest, which is the problem. We all have interest. It's just that a little motivation that is needed, a little push that is needed that, yes, if I can do it, you can do it too. If I can exist in cybersecurity, you can exist too. And there are people who are very supportive, like Tanya Jenka, you... Alyssa Miller and so many other people who are from diverse backgrounds and they are part of it. So this field is for every one of us, not just for women, not just for men, not just for uh, people from different colors, different geographies, but for kids, for veterans. It This cyberspace is for everyone and it welcomes everyone if you have um, a zeal to learn new things. Because it, it no doubt this field is challenging, but it gives you so much so many networks and and that's how we started off with different initiatives started with infosec girls being part of wusec being part of infosec 
kids and diversity why i emphasize on diversity because it is important to include students elderly people college professors everyone around because um there are areas which we still need to tap on and not just in india but i think across the globe it it needs people from diverse background diverse cultures to be included and diverse research areas i know a friend who is a, a psychologist now that person has joined cyber security and that person is doing really well and and the one good part about it is that uh, this is the mis- this is a misconception that you need to be only from a tech background to be in cyber security and that myth has to be bursted that you don't need to be just a tech tech background and be part of cyber security anyone from any background from soft skills to to the technical skills can be part of cyber security and all of these initiatives that i'm running is actually trying to motivate people to do that mm-hmm. yeah i remember we were having a conversation earlier about how diverse the infosec workspace really is right there are so many different things that you can do in cyber security and sometimes if you feel like this particular thing that's a pen testing for example mm-hmm. if it doesn't really suit your interests maybe you could try something else out and find something that you would really love right i totally agree with you um it's just that you need to um connect with people you need to look at different aspects you realize this is something which you love and you'll start doing um like i i was into network security and then i moved to a totally different area which was application security then to cloud so i think every one of us can do it and now the like there's no uh, stopping you just have to feel that yes you belong here and you can do it mhm i think the isolation issue that you mentioned earlier is it seems trivial but it really really impacts someone's preferences for staying in cybersecurity or not right i just remember when i was a yeah. computer science student i was the only woman in many many of my classes and that was at times really isolating for me so what are some of the biggest challenges that you have faced while working on these initiatives and what are some ways that um we can help women overcome these challenges I feel that instead of just talking about it what we need to do is we need to give them the uh, technical trainings technical resources and uh, be there for them talk about the issues which are there and how we can solve them i think everyone can talk about it but how to solve them is a big deal so how we can solve all these security challenges how uh, we can be there because i have had mentors who are men and uh, they've been there for me for many many years i've been learning from them so talk about your experience as a mentee as a mentor it is very very important and once you start learning that you realize that yes if that person is not um fear fearful then i think i can also give it a try and, and i'll tell you when i was going to my first mentor I was very nervous in asking that if you can mentor me because I always liked the way that person shared the inputs that person career has shaped so I wanted to learn that and at the same time the the first thing that I was taught that never idolize anyone 
always look for your own growth that's one thing that we all can teach each other that we all can learn from each other and grow ourselves you are unique you and you if you need help ask for it there is no shame in asking for help always always ask for what you want to learn and when i am teaching somebody i would love to know them uh, some technical aspects which i know maybe in a form of a blog maybe in a form of a video maybe in maybe just joining a community and sharing my insights there are so many wonderful communities outside in different parts of the world from wusek to wisis to wisme to many other communities so do you join them there are people welcoming you with open uh, heart to share the knowledge that they have That's for sure. Yeah. You mentioned earlier that you're very nervous when you gave your first conference talk, right? But eventually, you're one of the most prolific speakers in the infosec world now. I think overcoming this fear is also a very big part of it. How did you encourage yourself before your first cybersecurity talk to be able to accomplish that? So, that first um talk i was very nervous because uh, i couldn't look at anyone like a public talk i still have that photo with me where like um, i was giving that talk but then one thing happened that day that the people in the room even though they they realized that i was nervous and there were few things which i said here and there i am honest about it like i i did say but then they motivated me saying that oh okay how oh, you said it this way but this can be done this way as well these are the things that are here in this angle so it was more of a motivating thing for me where people were there motivating me cheering me up so this thing helped me a lot and then i came to then i came across so many wonderful people like tanya to uh, to many other people whom i really really respect and uh, i've learned from them and i also do one thing that whenever i'm going for any talk i'm always nervous like even i'll tell you the the keynote talk the first keynote talk i was on stage 2 hours before the session i was practicing because i would walk a lot I, i i shake my hands a lot so i was making sure that nothing goes wrong there's no sound that comes in there and uh, i i don't start blabbering so i i practiced it a lot so i practice a lot sometimes with myself sometimes i just pick up someone and then start saying so the fun fact sometimes i just pick up my 6 year old and um say that i want to say something explain something and the fun fact the little kiddo listens to me all the things that i talk about cyber security so you can imagine he knows a lot of acronyms to uh, different things so it is important <laughs> that you find someone to speak to and share how what, what your angle is That's for sure. I think practice is a huge thing too. I get really nervous before any one of my talks as well. So, let's say that um someone who works in infosec or a student in infosec, they want to start getting into these communities. They want to start giving back their knowledge. They want to start learning more in public and learning with other people in the community. How should they get started? first thing is that look for a local community which is around you um that's that's the first thing that i always say but now we are all virtual look for a community which interests you the most like what do you want to learn application security network security database something around devsecops python or or something what interests you the most look for the that community and join and um understand 
how people are contributing and how you want to contribute in the first few months i only wanted to sniff like i just wanted to be there <laughs> exist that's all and and that's totally fine because you are getting to know the culture you're getting to know how it is happening here and now when it's virtual you just need to reach out to the community meet leader and then say that i want to be part of it i want to join these meetups and learn from people so there are sessions which are publicly available conferences are shifting all of these details are publicly so uh, subscribe to those uh, regular um, sessions meetup meetup is there and there are many other platforms which are where you can register yourself and get information and notified about the upcoming events and um, especially if you want to join ovast ovast has a local leadership in most of the most part of the world and if you see that there's no leadership near you you can start a chapter just by reaching out to vast.org and then there is a there's a, a form that you just need to fill a very small form and secondly if you want to be part of infosec diversity infosec kids infosec girls you can reach out to me or any of the leaders who are listed on the website and we would be very happy to help you out there's a there's a mailing list we have created there are social media handles where we keep sharing the workshop details or the content that we create or the information that we have to share the sessions that we do every week every month all of these things keep happening and similarly many other communities they keep doing that those things so probably the best way is to um, reach out to them understand that where they share the details so that you can also be part of it i think that's where it all starts mm-hmm. an issue in particular when i first started getting involved with infosec communities is that i feel nervous you know when i go to conferences when i go to meetups that i would not have anything to contribute how do we combat that mentality and really start participating in the meetings and the conferences and the meetups i think uh, i think that's with everyone even uh, i'm a very outspoken person but that i never used to be i used to be a totally introvert but then over the period of time i realized that i am learning from these people i'm learning a lot lot from these people um and the most important aspect is that till the time i don't open up you don't have to be friends with everyone that is very clear but then you have to ask your questions you have to ask it respectfully uh, respectfully so if you are doing that i think you are doing a networking really well and you don't have to be nervous so if you're nervous in like going and speaking you can you have you have twitter you have linkedin you have many other mediums where you can drop a note to them sharing your query and i am sure that people are very much uh, active in sharing the responses maybe not the very same day maybe in a day or two so probably i think that's that could be one way to start those conversation i have done it with many people i'll be very very honest like i adore tanya and lidia to the core so when i first met them i met them i met tanya in london and lidia in us bracket usa but then i knew them way way before i used to send them linkedin messages i used to send them twitter notes i used to tag them and i i used to talk to them try and talk to them share what i know sh- learn from them it is very important to start a conversation around a topic which interests them as well so probably i think that is the good way to start and and one thing i know that introverts are not like i don't want to speak they want to speak but with the people who are like minded similarly if we are hesitant enough to speak to a person at a conference 
you can ask them to some ask somebody to introduce you or you can send them a note over the social media where you can share your thoughts what do you know how do you know those are very very helpful tips thank you so much for that um on the same note what are some tips for someone that's an introvert to really enjoy security conferences because we know that security conferences especially in person ones um they can get really crowded right there is a lot of things going on at the same time there's many many people that you can meet how can someone successfully navigate this um environment first thing first understand what you want to learn if if you say that you want to learn everything that will not happen always narrow down your area of work what you want to learn and join those communities that's where you can start off and um what you also can do is you can um c- uh, meet these people in person at local meetups and if they are not in the same country um uh, then what we can do is we can just uh, uh, connect w- to them via emails like right now i'm connecting with a lot of people like even you uh, and and many other people Um, just by sending them email asking their email addresses setting up zoom meetings that's where i connect a lot that makes a lot of sense thank you so much for sharing that experience as well so if someone would like to get in touch with you and um talk about some of the work that you've done learn from you and join one of your initiatives how could they get in touch with you oh the best way is to through the social media or uh, i would say uh, twitter where uh, you mm-hmm. just reach out to me on infosec vandana and i'll be happy to have a conversation awesome thank you so much for sharing your experience today i certainly learned a lot and thank you so much for your time thank you so much vicky for inviting me and uh, please feel free to reach me anytime